Angela Yee and Charlemagne the God. The Breakfast Club, bitches. <laughs> the voice of the culture. People watch The Breakfast Club for like news and really be tuned in. It's one of my favorite shows to do just because y'all always keep it 100, y'all keep it real. They might not watch the news, but they're on Twitter, they're on Facebook. They're, you know, they're listening to The Breakfast, the Breakfast Club. Get your ass up. Good morning, Angela Yee. Hey, good morning, TJ Andy. Charlamagne the God. Peace to the planet. It's Friday. Yes, it's Friday. Good morning, everybody. Real quick, can I talk about the whiteness that just happened in this room? Tell them. I'm about the whiteness. Real random act of whiteness. Go ahead, tell them. So I have on a sweatshirt from Black Tag Apparel. Drop one of the clues bombs from Black Tag Apparel. Black Tiger Power, they make uh, clothes and they have like, you know, a lot of black power affirmations or just things mm-hmm. that got to do with blackness, so to speak. And this shirt right here says Shrimp and Grits. Right. Now, I'm from Charleston, South Carolina, born in Charleston, South Carolina, raised in Mount's Corner. I'm from the country. We Correct. eat shrimp and grits. White guy Steve in the room. Steve, tell him what you asked me, Steve. Put your lips on the mic and ask. Tell him what you asked me. Huh? He's going. Uh, I said uh, shrimp and grits. You can have shrimp with grits. I thought it was a breakfast thing. He said, does shrimp grow grits? He knows, he knows no better. <laughs> what do you want from me? See? Nothing. You know, I thought That's shrimp, you know, you, I didn't know you can eat shrimp at breakfast. Listen, listen, man. Here, come here. For the culture. Listen, man. Listen, man. No, I shouldn't fist. be like that. I should have just simply said to him, yes, Steve, people eat shrimp with grits. I should have just answered the question. Instead, right I said, this. shut up, white boy. Turn the goddamn mic on. I'm you steak for breakfast. Steak. People have steak, steak and, and eggs. eggs. Yeah. Steak and eggs. Yeah, steak and eggs. I never understood that. Mm. I, I love steak and eggs. <laughs> What's wrong with y'all? Yeah, yeah I like steak Chicken and eggs. Chicken and waffles, like... shrimp and grits, steak and eggs. Yeah. I guess I don't eat seafood or red meat. No. no. <laughs> well, you know what? Shout to Chris Rock. Give oh, Chris man. Rock a round of applause. Drop one of Clues Bombs. Drop for a bomb for him. Go for him. His total blackout tour was uh, it's in New York City. He was at the Garden last night, yes, and he, he put was. on a hell of a show last night. That was a master class in stand-up comedy. Listen, Absolutely. Man, some stand-up comics are, Flawless. are good. Some stand-up comics are Chris Rock. It's right. a difference. Absolutely. Right? It's levels. It's levels to being a good stand-up comic, and it's levels to being Chris Rock, but there's only one Chris Rock. So. He, he was on stage damn near two hours, and yes. he, he was flawless last night. Flawless. As he went through his whole flawless. set. Flawless. It was flawless. a dope show. Uh it it's was like, amazing. It's like it watching was really, really good. It's like watching Hove perform a rap concert. You know, you see Hove and you're like, damn, he really is the best. Even if he's not your personal favorite Correct. rapper. Because my personal favorite rapper is Ghostface. Jay's one of my personal favorite rappers, but my personal favorite, personal, personal is Ghostface. But just you can just watch him and say, he's the best at what he does. Talked about everything. Political, politics. Were you guys sitting next to each other? No, uh-uh. He, Charlemagne was, uh, I would say maybe, he was a row in front of me. Mm-hmm. But we were, cl- we were pretty close, but... When I say he put on an amazing oh. show, he talked about things that made things uncomfortable. He talks about politics. He talks, you name it, he talks about it. The cheating part, man. I yes. mean, listen, if you're a man who's been married and you've been unfaithful to your wife, like I, like I have, you <laughs> know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, like, <laughs> like, that was what he said, and the way he summed it up is absolutely how you feel when you finally get it together. That's right. That I want to give that it away. That is absolutely right. I want to give it away, but he got an acronym for it. And when you finally get it together, that is exactly what it is. You will choose peace of mind over 
Poom poom. All right. Now oh, it's come a long way then since the Bring the Pain show. Yeah, no, oh, long yeah. ways. I mean, <laughs> and, it was a lot of, and it was a lot of references to his old stand-up, like the big piece of chicken. Absolutely. Um, it was another one in there. I can't remember right now. I definitely remember the big piece of chicken. Mm-hmm. But, but it was references to the old stand-up. And I'm also, gonna see it tonight, so let's not give away too much. And also, you ain't gotta worry about using your phone because uh they give you this new thing. It was pretty cool. Where it's a pouch where you have to put your phone in the pouch, but they give you the pouch. They've been doing that. Yeah, they just really? they did that at the Chappelle I show. I didn't, I didn't go to Chappelle they've been, show. They've been they've been yeah. doing that. Uh, well, welcome, Kevin Envy. Hart, Kevin Hart stole my phone. He took my phone and told me to get the hell out. But all right, I had my phone last night though. Excuse Cause Chris, me, because Chris Rock is my cousin. He's your cousin now. Maybe like seventh or eighth cousin, but still. And a, a little tip. About the number. And a, here's a little tip for you: if you have to do that, don't close the pouch all the way. Oh, no, they close it at that show. Oh, you, no, you I did. Have, that's it. what I did. I didn't close mine all the way. Oh, no, no. Oh, yeah. So no, they, they close, close it. it for you. Yeah, they close oh, yeah. it for you. You're going to learn the hard way. Yeah, they're going to close it for you. Especially since you're announcing it on the radio. Absolutely. <laughs> but shout out to Chris Rock. I mean, what are you going to do with your phone anyway? I'm not going to pull it out and risk getting kicked my out. My phone went off last night, my dumb ass. Because it was my daughter. Because you know, I got my phone. You know, when your phone goes on Do Not Disturb, there's what? only a couple favorites exactly. that can get through. Yes. And it was my daughter calling me. Yeah. All right, but shout out to Chris Rock again. Had an amazing time. We'll talk more about it a little bit later on the show. But don't forget, uh, Gerald Kelly will be joining us. He got about 17 sons. He's going to come up here with his sons. They're going to be talking comedy. And then we got front page news. What are we talking about, Yee? We'll talk about Al Franken resigning. We'll tell you what happened. Once again, Woo! women have come forward with accusations. Yep. All right, we'll get into all that when we come back. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the God, we are the Breakfast Club. Let's Good get morning, some front page news. Now, Thursday night football. The Falcons beat the Saints 20 to 17. Now, what you want to talk about first in news? Let's talk about Al Franken resigning. Democratic Senator Al Franken of Minnesota is resigning. Now we know him also from Saturday Night Live. Mm-hmm. That's how he was first known to Americans and for doing stand-up, for being a comedian. And he did a lot of politically charged comedy, and then he became a senator. And that is because it all started with a woman accusing him before he was a senator of groping her buttocks at a Minnesota State Fair. Also, Leanne Tweeden, who's a morning news anchor on AM radio station KABC in L.A., also said that he forcibly kissed her and groped her back in 2006. Another woman said that he badgered her into an unwanted kiss before he was a senator and groped her while she slept. So a lot of different accusations uh, against Al Franken, and he did end up resigning. Democrats have been pushing for him to go ahead and resign. And here's what he said in his 12-minute speech. That in the coming weeks... I will be resigning as a member of the United States Senate. I, of all people, am aware that there is some irony in the fact that I am leaving while a man who has bragged on tape about his history of sexual assault sits in the Oval Office, and a man who has repeatedly preyed on young girls' campaigns for the Senate with the full support of his party. That's right. It's bigger than Nino Brown, Al Franken. These Republicans I like that. have to stop just supporting hey. anybody just because. <laughs> Al Franken stood up on the stand and said, if I'm going down, y'all all going <laughs> I'm down. I'm taking down right? everybody with Not me. Not just me. The educated brother from the bank is going down with me. You hear me? <laughs> another man losing their job for some TNA they touched in the 80s and 90s. Though. Ain't no statute of limitations well, on no, sexual that's harassment. That, I mean, Not some of all. this is from the 2000s. Some of it one was in 2010. So it's not all from the 80s and 90s. No, well, ain't no statute of limitations on sexual harassment. Not at all. I know that much, mm-hmm. clearly. What else you want to talk about, Yee? Um, let's talk about ex-South Carolina cop Michael Slager. He oh, drop one of clues bombs for that. 20 years. Rest in peace to Walter Scott. For killing Walter Scott. 
Now, federal prosecutors were trying to get a life sentence. They said that he committed second-degree murder because he did shoot Walter Scott in the back five times for running away simply for having a broken taillight. <laughs> and the family said it is a historic day, in particular for officer-involved shooting. So, you know, Walter Scott's brother, Anthony Scott, said we're hurt and we do have some type of passion for the Slager family and that they have to suffer as well. And we do forgive Michael Slager for what he did. But yes, we did want justice for my brother. And we feel we have gotten a sense of justice. Listen, man, my home state of South Carolina be putting people away for the injustices that they commit. Dylan Roof got the death penalty. Mm-hmm. Uh, Michael Sager got 20 years. I can't remember the police officer's name who shot my man Barr in Columbia, South Carolina, but he, he lost his job and he got sentenced. So salute to the great state of South Carolina. I don't know what the hell they doing at the rest of the country not, but they... uh. Definitely be putting people away for their injustices. All right. That they well, commit against us. That's front page news. Now get it off your chest. 800 585 1051. If you're upset, you need to vent, hit us up right now. Or maybe you had a great night and you feel blessed. Oh, and I will be having that fish fry too. Since we're talking about telling mm-hmm. why you're mad, people will be still be getting mad. I'm going to have the fish fry. We're going to celebrate. Yeah, you promised the fish fry. We're going to celebrate the death penalty of Dylan Roof and the 20 years sentence in the Michael Sager. We're going to have that fish fry in Charleston, South Carolina. All I got, right. I got the date and everything. I'll tell y'all soon. All right. Get it off your chest. 800 585 is the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Get it. Pick up the mother, mother phone and die. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad or blessed. Say it with your chest. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. So you better have the same energy. Yeah. Hello, who's this? Yo, it's Big Tim down here in ATL. What's going on? Envy, Charlemagne, Angela Yee. Good What's up, Big Tim? How are you? Get it off yo. your chest, bro. Yo, man, I'm mad, yo. So I called y'all a while ago, yo. I, uh, maybe about three weeks ago, yo. I just got promoted to dispatch at my job. Congrats. My, my immediate, say what? I said congrats. Oh, appreciate that. So my boss, my my supervisor, who's training me to do it, yo, he's teaching me the way and stuff, but, like, he's only teaching me his way. Like, it's almost like an etch-a-sketch. I, I come in here at 12 a.m. at night. Mm-hmm. I do something. He comes in a couple hours later. Oh, no, no, no. We're not going to do it like this. We're going to do it like, we're going to do it my way. Like, his way is the only way to do something. It's frustrating, yo. It's really frustrating. Like, I need him to back off. It's like when you're teaching a baby how to walk. You know, when the baby falls, you're not going to run behind them and pick them up. You're going to let them get themselves up so they know how to get up and keep going, you know? Listen, so you stay on your bus and let you fall? I'm just saying, like, I just wish he would just, like, kind of back off. You know, I got the true growth is when you learn from your mistakes. I need to learn from my mistakes, yo. Listen, and he's not letting that man. happen. And, and, and I, I don't want people to make mistakes at work. Yeah, not on the job, especially when you got somebody that can teach you how to do it the right way. Now, there's two things here. Number one, he can only teach you the way he knows how to do it because that's how he knows how to do it. And number two, if you feel like he's violating your space, feel like he's violating your body in any way, shape, or oh, form, just tell him, I feel like you're sexually harassing me. I no, guarantee but, you he'll back off. Stop it. And I'll, say, and I'll say one thing. We do own this juice bar, and we have to train our employees, and I don't want them to make mistakes when they but make like, the juices. I'd rather make sure that you do it the right way. Right. But, but like, but see, like, in my, I work in transportation. I'm a dispatcher, so I route drivers and set them up and stuff. We got, I got over 16 trucks out here. Like, his way to route is not the only way. And if you're going to teach me to do something while you're not here, I need to get my own groove. Nope, nope, it out. nope. See, that's where you got it wrong. Do it the way that works. He's the boss. His way is the only way. Until you got your own company. Hello, who's this? What's going on? Uh, uh, Breakfast Club is Rodney from Detroit, man. I'm just Rodney, get it off your chest, bro. Hey, man, I'm blessed today, man. I see another day. Uh, My birthday today, man. 37 years young, baby. Happy birthday, bro. Thank you. All right. Well, enjoy your day, Happy man. Happy birthday. What sign is this now? Sagittarius? Yes, Sagittarius. Yes, 
My wife is a Sagittarius. Hello, who's this? Hey, this is Tatiana. Hey, Tatiana, get it off your chest. All right, so I'm just mad because people come to interviews with the the energy like, oh, you know, um, I need this job, I want this job so bad. Then they finally get the job, and then they start with the, that ain't in my job title, that ain't in my job description. <laughs> right. I don't need to do that. You know what I'm saying? Like, keep the same energy, like the energy you came into that to that job with because you're a broke-ass bitch and you need the money. Damn. You know, and another people, other people will be like so willing to do that job for the less of the money. So, you know what I'm saying? Just be humble and do your job and do your job well, and there won't be a problem. Okay. Thank you, Mama. Well, you know, people. All right. Have a great day. Nobody never has the same enthusiasm when they get a job. You should. Right. But you don't. Get it off your chest. 800 585 1051. Hit us up right now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Wake up, wake up, wake your ass. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad or blessed, we want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? This is Mike from Miami. Mike, get it off your chest, bro. Yeah, I wanted to holler at Charlemagne about this little uh, rape culture thing he came out with and said we was all raised on rape culture. I, don't I, know I, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't make that up, sir. That's a term that uh, that's been around. I, no, no. I, I, I ain't say to make up the term rape coach. I'm talking about you said we was all raised around rape coach. I don't know what coach you was raised around, but that one the coach I was raised around. And another thing, I want to talk about this whole <laughs> this rape allegation thing, man. How it then came to a point where if I try to holler at a female, everything is sexual assault. I could be talking to a female the whole night. You sound like you're from Detroit. From Miami. Oh, Miami. Oh, Miami. Okay, so Miami. You, you've been to, like, uh, the classic down there in Florida, right? Yeah, I done been to the classic. Like, well, let me ask you a question. Yeah, that's you, 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 you ever seen girls walking in the classic and guys just grabbing their ass or grabbing their <laughs> and stuff like that? Yeah, and I also done seen in the classic where girls walk around with their whole top down the whole time shaking their that don't mean you can so, grab whoa, it. That don't give you the right that? to grab it. <laughs> oh, no, I ain't saying it's the right to grab it, but there are females who want you to grab that. No, 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 okay, no, no. Did it. you ask them if they want their <laughs> grab? Well, of course, I'm going to make a little conversation, and then I'm going to ease my way in. I ain't want to. That's right, Coach, you're bro. You're lying. That's lying. Keep your hands to yourself. You're lying to yourself. But thank you for calling. You That's right, Coach, you though. You saw plenty of women sexually assaulted at that classic, okay? If they was getting their butt grabbed, and they didn't ask to get their butt grabbed, getting their breast grabbed, and they ain't get asked to get their breast grabbed, that's sexual assault. Why do guys, why are we Why are we making this difficult for ourselves? Hello, who's this? Hello, what's going on, DJ? This is Reggie Perry from Ferndina Beach, Florida. What's up, bro? Get it off your chest, man. I just want to say what's up to Charlamagne. Insane Charlamagne, what's up? What's up, my brother? How are you? I'm doing great. Where Angelia at? Right She's here, right here. Angelia, what's up? I want to shoot my shot at you. All right, let me hear it. You ready? Here it goes. Going off like this. Reggie Berry, Angela Yee. Reggie Berry, Angela Yee. Holding hands, long walks on the beat. After we chat out the mall, ain't Ruth Chris getting something to eat. Reggie Berry, Angela Yee. Reggie Berry, Angela Yee. She stepped off the plane in the ATL. She'll instant automatic Georgia Pete. Let me massage your neck and shoulders. Let me massage your teeth. What the hell are you Reggie doing? Reggie Berry, Angela Yee. Reggie Berry, Angela Yee. Is this spoken so word tight, or rap? So Rapping. It's so tight, so tight. Scrape and scratch my black angus beef. However, still digging what? deep. So deep, so deep. I ain't gonna lie, it sounds like grape culture to me. Yeah, it definitely does. Let me ask you a question. You take it to Ruth Chris. What are you gonna order for her? Say what? I said you're gonna take it to Ruth Chris. What are you gonna order for? I assume your name's Reggie Berry, you said? Yeah, yeah. Okay. That's my name. First of all, we start off with the appetizer. 
some uh, lobster bisque soup. Oh, you just lost. You don't eat seafood. I, don't I eat thought seafood. you listened. You're supposed to know what your target is and know what they like. You see, you lost already. All right, all right, then. Well, you guys have a great day. <laughs> Thanks, Reggie Barry. I still don't know what he was trying to accomplish. Just I know now. he lives in Atlanta, so. Okay. And uh, I can't believe I'll you be even heard him say. i when I get say, off the plane. <laughs> you heard him say you take you to the roof, Chris. I didn't even catch that. No. I didn't hear that either. Get it off your chest. But I would like that sweet potato souffle that they have. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-mm. Delicious. I don't think they serve it no more. Yes, they do. They do? I just had it. Oh, wow. 805. 1051051. We got rumors on the way. Yes, find out what is the beef between Pastor Carl Lentz and Post Malone. Also, that's my guy. Salute to Pastor Carl, goddammit. And I'm with you 100%, Pastor Carl. Post Malone is trash. He didn't say that, oh. but I'll tell you what happened. <laughs> All right, I guess that's good enough. All right, keep it locked. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee. Rumor has it. Well, this Rolling Stone profile on Post Malone keeps coming back to haunt him. Now, in the interview, Post Malone said that Justin Bieber had turned super religious and real culty and said that he had donated $10 million to Hillsong, the mega church that he belongs to. He said, it's nice to support something you believe in, I guess, but people are spending so much money and God doesn't care that your church has an effing gold roof. Well, Pastor Carl Lentz, who's been here on The Breakfast Club. That's my guy. Drop on the clues bombs with Pastor Carl Lentz. A few times has refuted those claims. He told Rolling Stone, I put no stock in comments made by people who know absolutely nothing about the subject they are speaking on. I do not know Post Malone. I have no idea why he would say reckless things about our church, which he has never visited. Justin has not given our church $10 million, and we do not have gold ceilings. We do not even own a church. You don't have a church. (laughs) <laughs> so that gives you a little insight about how serious you can take his observations about anything to do with us. But he said, despite all of it, he's still a Post Malone fan. He's a very gifted artist, and I wish him nothing but the best. And I'm going to tell you something. Post Malone is wiggity, wiggity, wiggity whack for that because, you know, when Justin what? Bieber... What? I'm going to tell you why. When Justin <laughs> Bieber was getting in trouble and he was getting arrested and self-destructing, everybody had something to say. But when he starts attending Hillsong Church, finds a mentor and Pastor Carl Lynch, visibly changes his ways, the negative behavior has ceased, he's on the right path. Why would you not? that. Why right. do you have something negative to say about that? Like, why do we talk bad about somebody when they're doing bad, but then still talk bad about them when they're they doing good? good. Yeah, that no, doesn't make damn sense. All right, now, Damon Dash has posted a movie, Honor Up, that's supposed to be in theaters in February, and on the cover of that movie is himself, Cameron, and Stacey Dash. So, Stacey Dash has now since said that she's not in the movie. Uh, she said, I'm sorry that my cousin, Damon Dash, is using our family relationship to advertise his movie. I have no written contract with him or Kanye West Company, who I have had no dealings with at all. No one is authorized to use my name or a photograph for Honor Up. Yeah, but I remember when they was posting uh, pictures from the set and Stacey Dash was on the set. Maybe she didn't get compensated the right way yet, or maybe the, the paperwork is not done and she's a little upset. I mean, maybe it showed up and she had no idea that was about to happen. Stacey, I have no idea, but Stacey she's saying Dash that. is wiggity, 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 whack, okay? She knows she needs the wiggity, wiggity, wiggity work. All right? Stop it. You better stop with this wiggity, 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 yeah, wiggity. This ain't the 90s, this bro. It can be whatever era I want it to be, okay? You put your clothes on back. If I want to pay homage to Chris Cross this morning, I will, goddammit. Okay. Rest All right. in peace to the one that's dead. Uh, Brian Singer is now being accused of multiple... (laughs) Okay, allegedly he raped and forced oral sex on a 17-year-old back in 2003. Cesar Sanchez Guzman has filed a lawsuit against him, saying that he was sexually assaulted during a tour of a yacht. He said that uh, Brian Singer pulled out his penis and smacked him in the face with it and forced it into his mouth. 
causing him to choke. How big is Brian's penis? That he can just whip it out and That's the only thing you heard? That Goodness gracious. I mean, all of this is wrong, but Jesus Christ. Oh. Now, according to Sanchez Guzman, he says that Brian Singer then allegedly raped him and then later offered crazy. to help him professionally in exchange for his silence. He says he has experienced severe psychological, mental, and emotional injury, shame, humiliation, and loss of enjoyment in life. So he is now suing for damages. Now, Brian Singer denied these allegations in a statement. He says that uh, Cesar... Sanchez Guzman apparently claims he did not remember this alleged incident from 2003 until now. Significantly, when Sanchez Guzman filed for bankruptcy only a few years ago, he failed to disclose this alleged claim when he was supposed to identify all of his assets. But conveniently, now that the bankruptcy court discharged all of his debts, he is able to recall the alleged events. So he raped him and then allegedly, or he allegedly raped him and then offered him something. According to him, he offered him some work, yes. But um, what this is crazy. Yeah, what yeah. Brian Singer is, is saying is that basically he's broke, so he's trying to bring up these allegations that he didn't remember until now from back in 2003 to get some money. Yeah, and if this was true, offer the work first. Now, the X-Men director, Brian Singer, has been sued several times for misconduct with underage boys. In 1997, a 14-year-old uh, says that Brian Singer forced him and other minors to strip naked for a scene. In April, that was thrown out in April 2014. Michael Egan says that Brian Singer raped him in 1999 when he was a teenager and forced him to do cocaine. He later withdrew that lawsuit. And in August of 2014, another man filed a police report with the NYPD accusing Brian Singer of sexual assault in March 2013. So this is his thing, allegedly. Well, those other cases were withdrawn, Uh, thrown out, so I don't know. And that's why the X-Men movies have been trash, because the person making them is trash. And I'm a huge X-Men fan, but not of the movies. All right, well, I am Angela Yee, and that is your Rumor Report. All right, thank you, Miss Yee. When we come back, we got front page news. What are we talking about, Yee? Uh, we are going to be talking about the Walter Scott killing and the ex-South Carolina cop, Michael Slager. What happened to him? He was sentenced. All right, and Gerald Kelly, comedian, will be joining us next hour, so don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. Now, shout to Chris Rock again, uh, if you just joined us. Charlamagne and I both went to Chris Rock's show last night. An amazing, amazing, dope show. Deacon Rock gave a great sermon. Uh, definitely worth 10% of your salaries. Um, and I, I say it's, it's, it's good stand-up comedians. Mm-hmm. It's great stand-up comedians. And then it's Chris Rock. It executed flawless. If you if you get to town to see him, if he comes in your town, definitely check yeah, it out. I, I promise you, you'll feel like you read a book. Yeah. Like, I literally feel like I read something after I left that show. Like, I, like you'll be in there thinking mm-hmm. and laughing at the same time. You won't even want to laugh because you don't want to miss nothing. Right. Like, I'll you know, be there tonight. You know when you're in a movie and a good scene happens and everybody cheers and you, you miss the next, next thing? thing? Yeah. That's how Chris Rock shows up. Absolutely. Drop one of the clues bombs with Chris Rock. I'm glad he, he does one every 10 to 15 years. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad. I went. Right. You know what? The last one I went to was about eight years ago when he did The Guard. You guys want to do front page news? Oh, sorry. No. Oh. All right. Well, <laughs> football, Falcons beat the Saints 2017. Now, what are we talking about? Where, where you wouldn't go? Uh, we're going to start off talking about the ex-South Carolina cop, Michael Slager. He got 20 years for killing Walter Scott. He shot him five times in the back for running away simply for having a broken tail light. Now, mm-hmm. federal prosecutors were looking for a life sentence, saying that he had committed second-degree murder and also should be punished for obstructing justice by providing the South Carolina Law Enforcement Division with false statements. He did plead guilty and made a violation of civil rights by acting under the color of law in that killing back in 2015. And the rest of America needed to follow South Carolina's lead. That's my my home state, uh, you see a lot of injustices that happen, happen in South Carolina. They get consequences for those injustices, whether it was Dylan Roof getting the death penalty. Uh, uh, the, the, earlier this year, the South Carolina trooper, um, Sean Grubert, mm-hmm. who, who shot my man LeVar Jones in Columbia, South Carolina, he got sentenced. 
And now this guy, Michael Slager. Yeah. Right. So I'm definitely going to have me a fish fry in Charleston in February to celebrate uh, all of these situations. You've been saying that a year already. It's going to happen in February, I promise. All right. What else are you talking about? Yeah. And Al Franken has resigned. So he is the senator in Minnesota, Democrat. And he has to announce that he's resigning, and that is because of allegations against him. He said some of the allegations aren't true, but there's been several uh, women who have come forward and said that he touched them inappropriately. One woman said that he groped her buttocks at a Minnesota Mm -hmm. State Fair. Uh, Another woman said that he badgered her into an unwanted kiss before he was a senator and groped her while she slept. And last month, Leanne Tweeden, a morning news anchor, said that he forcibly kissed her and groped her in 2006. Well, here is what Al Franken had to say as he resigned. That in the coming weeks, I will be resigning as a member of the United States Senate. I, of all people, am aware that there is some irony in the fact that I am leaving while a man who has bragged on tape about his history of sexual Assault sits in the Oval Office, and a man who has repeatedly preyed on young girls' campaigns for the Senate with the full support of his party. Now you tell him, I'm not guilty, (laughs) you're the one that's guilty. The lawmakers, the politicians, the Colombian drug lords, all you who lobby against making drugs legal. Ain't no Uzis made in Harlem. Oh my God. Tell him, Al Franken. All right? He goes down, everybody goes. You bringing everybody down (laughs) with you, damn it. Sure is. Okay? Nothing, ain't no statute of limitations on sexual harassment, by the way. This is my thing, though. Are these people admitting to these stuff? You mean I, the senator? Yeah, because I'm seeing people step down. down. Like, yes. you, see, you know, like I, Russell I think, Simmons stepped down so. and I'll step down. But are they actually he's admitting saying and saying they did He's these saying things? some of the allegations against him aren't true. But mm. he did also issue an apology as well. Because I feel like that'll help with the healing. And I feel like it'll help, you know, really move things forward if, if, if you actually admit to what you did. You can't if you just apologize. Don't make, yeah, just don't step down and make it look like an admission of guilt. Right. Well, like, yeah, last month, Leanne tweeted in the morning news anchor. He apologized after she gave her account of what happened. He said, mm. the first thing I want to do is apologize to Leanne, to everyone else who was a part of that tour, to everyone who has worked for me, to everyone I represent, and to everyone who counts on me to be an ally and supporter and champion of women. Gotcha. So. All right. Well, that's front page news. Now, when we come back, comedian Gerald Kelly and his kids. Gerald Kelly got three sons. Mm-hmm. Uh, my man Isaiah, uh, Joshua, and mm-hmm. Hunter. Joshua's 11. Hunter is four. <laughs> four. And Isaiah's like 25, 26. Been knowing them for a long, mm-hmm. long, long, long time. All of them got different baby mamas. Very interesting All of them got different mamas. What did I say? Baby mamas. All of them got different mamas. I meant to say Gerald got four different baby mamas. Right. Very interesting dynamic these guys have. Right. And yeah. we'll, we'll kick it with them when we come back. So don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are the Breakfast Club. Now we have Gerald Kelly in the building. Now I guess he couldn't drop the kids off at school this morning. That's right. Now we are the Breakfast Club daycare center. <laughs> That's right. That's right. I, I feel like Gerald gets a new son every two years. He does. He does. <laughs> <laughs> he does. Isaiah is here he as does. well. Now, I know Isaiah, and I remember you. I don't know where he, yeah, he, he came, came from. out of nowhere. There you got so your son's name. That's Hunter. That's little Hunter. Hunter and, and that's Joshua. And Joshua. That's me. How old are you, Josh? Eleven years old. And Hunter's what? About two. How old are you, Four. Hunter? Four. Four. He's like, <laughs> <laughs> Hunter came in here running things. He was like, "That's my seat right here." Yeah. <laughs> so they all come on tour with you. Yeah, we just we we've been on the road for uh, six, seven weeks now, man. Okay. So the, uh, uh, we got two more stops on the tour. Uh, New York, and then we're going up to Boston, uh, spring, actually Springfield, Massachusetts, and uh, it's a father and son comedy tour, man, and we're, sh- we're shooting this joint now. We're shooting it and pitching it, and it's a, 
In Myrtle Beach, yeah, Myrtle Beach, yeah. Look at Hunter. Yeah. Now, now was Hunter being a joke. Now was Hunter Hey, hey, you know it's crazy. We went, we was in New York last night, walking around, hanging out at some different comedy spots, you know. And uh, they let him in. Yeah, oh yeah. I mean, Isaiah was getting in. They he was poor. Yeah. You know, you know. Anytime, anytime a place has a cabaret license where they sell food. You can have kids in there. Oh, okay. when they it can't be by liquor. It can't, it can't be, be by the bar. Can't be by the bar. So he's trying to out hustle Assad, basically. Huh? Hunter's trying to out hustle Assad. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Now with the holidays coming up, do the younger kids believe in Santa? You know what? I, I've never heard Hunter yeah, say anything about Santa. Like I'm saying, I you know I. He's, he just started school. He just started school. So I guess he's singing all the, the Christmas songs. He don't. He don't, he don't give. Us gifts anyway. Yeah, when yeah. I was, yeah. Listen, he cheap. When I was a kid, I don't remember, cheap. He cheap. I don't remember the last time he got me. I mean, I'm grown now, but when I was his age, I ain't, I ain't never get no gift from you him. Damn, my Isaiah. gift was. <laughs> yeah, I'm letting it all out. My gift was. I'm doing comedy. You making money? So you, are, you out the streets. Yeah, yeah, that, that was at four. At four, at the streets. At about eight, nine years old, I had you working with Cat Williams and stuff like that. That was your gift, bro. You was making I was money. A kid, man. I wanted a gift. So Gerald Kelly, Gerald basically giving you jeans as Christmas presents. That's, yeah. right. <laughs> That's right. So, Hunter, what do you want for Christmas, Hunter? A microphone. You want a microphone? Want a microphone. And, uh, dinosaur. Is Santa gonna get that for you, Hunter? Yeah. Okay. Isaiah, you think he gonna get it? He not gonna get it. <laughs> I'm, I'm telling him now. My my pops, my pops is like uh, Terry Crews and uh, uh -oh. what's that TV Wait, show? Wait, what happened? No, no, not what like that. Oh, Everybody hates Chris. Everybody, Everybody hates Chris. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Ain't nobody, yeah, yeah, nobody, nobody, nobody touched my pops. Yeah. What if he was like Terry Crews? He got to do what he got to do. It's, four, it's three of y'all, okay? He got to make sure y'all get on. <laughs> All right, guys. They'll be homeless. Yeah, they. <laughs> what did you think when you heard Terry Crews' allegations? I don't know, man. I just it's 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 out there. That happens. Mm -hmm. There's allegations in my behind. Those are facts. I had a, it it been out say there. Again, what happened? Everything, Everything happens. happens. This business is like that, man. Dude hugged me one day and had the hand in the lower back. Damn. Twice. What? Some agent like and I and I was with my wife and I caught it the second time. And, and he was caressing you. That wasn't a hug. Yeah, was whatever he was you. trying to do, I pulled him to the side. So, yo, homie, if you ever, ever touch me in my lower back, you can touch me in my upper back. It's a difference. <laughs> trying to get the deal. Are you yeah. sure it was something? Like, you no, know. it was something. It was. Okay. You could tell. You could tell. You could tell. Everybody think it's something now. All these allegations coming out now. Mm -hmm. Somebody touch him. Yeah, I'm trying to get so much stuff coming in, 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 in the media, man. Like, you know, people coming out, women, 30 years ago, 26 mm -hmm. years ago. It's like, ah, I just left a party in L.A. I was at a party in L.A. at Russell's house, man, and I watched these females, man. This is, I'm talking about next, you know, you guys been around. It's next level women mm -hmm. as next level groupies. You know, and I was, I was, I was it's so funny. I was, at a, I was at the bar at Russell's house kicking it with this model, and, and I'm sitting there going, yo, you know what I'm saying? She's amazing. Mm -hmm. And she's talking to me. She's mm -hmm. like, your eyes, you're funny, yada, yada, yada. And Russell walks by. And she just looks at Russell and looks at me and goes, it was nice talking to you. I follow you on IG and was gone. It's like, you know, these these women come out, man. These, you know, this situation, you just got to be real careful, man. That's why I'm on tour with my sons. Can't no female out there say she was in my room. Mm -hmm. Not at all. I mean, back in the day. Yeah. Yeah, back in the day. day. So yeah, you got them, day, yeah, you got them sons somehow. Yeah, back Gerald. in the day, he used no. to do me dirty back in the day. Oh, yeah, Before yeah, yeah. he got married, he used to do me. <laughs> what you mean? Well, we, used to, we used to go on the road together, oh, right? Two double beds, right? Two double beds, but that, that's not... Two double beds, that's... It's all right for two beds. End of the show, he go, yo, you know the rules of the road. That's right. If I get a chick... That's right. 
you gotta go in the lobby. In the lobby. At what age? You I had was to sleep like, in the lobby. I was like fourteen. Oh, okay. I was like fourteen. No, first time you was ten. Was Whatever Montreal. age I was, ten years old in Montreal. So some chick kidnapped. Some chick comes to the. She was Hawaiian and black. This chick wasn't bad. Some big, some big chick. No, big chick. Not about big girls, but yeah, she she wasn't worthy of kicking your son out the room. I could have been in the. I could have been in the living room. Oh, I could have slept outside the door. So anyway, she's like, y'all go in the lobby. Go in the lobby and um, I'll come get you after I'm done. I'm like, all right, cool. Yo, I kid you, you wake not, up at breakfast. I wake up. It's morning time. <laughs> Are you sleeping in I the lobby? I slept in the lobby. Security like, yo, you good? You, you know, I'm like, yeah, I'm just waiting for my pops. I'm trying to make up an excuse. He come get me like, yo, wake up. Trying, you ready to eat? You know, I'm a kid. He bribing me with food. Like, let's go eat. I'm like, it's the morning time. <laughs> so you had no pillow, no covers? No pillow, no covers. You know them hotel lobbies, AC be on 40. Yeah, was it a nice t- hotel at least? It was a nice hotel. How old are you now, there? 26. Damn, so you remember that 16 years I, ago? I, yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm hurt. I'm battered. I, I remember everything. Joe, you a savage. A savage. Hey, man. You the 10-year-old to sleep in the lobby. Hey, With a fat girl. Hey, hey, listen. <laughs> listen. Hey, wow. it, it, it can happen, man. It, it happened a couple times. I see Superman. It, it happened. It, it happens, man. It happens. That's the worst one you remember out there? There's more, but I ain't gonna put all that. A ten year old, you are. What, what is the lesson you was trying to teach out there in that moment? I was trying to let them know, man. When you're on the road and there's only one room, whoever comes up, gotta take the L. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Gotta take the L. That's just the rules I mean, of the road. you took the L because she wasn't all that. Well, you don't remember that, man. I remember. I remember. I remember like it was yesterday. I think about it all the time. It don't really bring his son out. Hey, yo. They ain't even, they don't even know they don't even know she what they re- about to get themselves into. She remind me of your mom, so I was like, oh. No, she did. When no, I first met her, I was like, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm talking about my moms. Your mom my mom was the best chick you ever had. Are you crazy? Let's talk about your mom. None of your <laughs> Your grandma? Yeah, my grandmother. <laughs> Oh, let's talk about that. Like, none, of, none of y'all know y'all father. Oh, oh my goodness. Yo. Grandma was a rolling stone. Wow. Grandma ain't got, she ain't got YouTube. She ain't going to see this. She ain't, she ain't got internet. She ain't got no internet. She ain't got internet. She ain't going to see this. Is that true, Joe? None of y'all know y'all father? None of them. No, none actually, of them. He got it. Well, one of them did. Oh, and they, they all had to ask his father, yo, can you ask your daddy if I go to Six Flags with y'all? No. See, I, I didn't have a dad growing up. My brother did. And my mother, my brother, he would be like, I used to be like, Derek, can I go to Coney Island with you and your dad? And, you know, kids don't care. He'd be like, man, get out of here. Get your own father. <laughs> Ain't yeah. your father. My mother be like, y'all shut the hell up. Light-skinned Leroy's both your father. <laughs> so I'm in I'm in Coney Island with a dude that don't look nothing like me. They old all man. dark skin. They all, I, I just, never thought about that. What do you do when your grandma's a hoe? Or you know your mama's hey, a hoe? Hey, you just call the mama a hoe. Stop she it. said it. It is what it is. It, I mean, he's talking about his grandmother's mother's side. He's talking about my mother. No, his mother. He's talking about my mother. Because <laughs> <laughs> my mother. Because he ain't talking about my Good morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We have Gerald Kelly and his kids in the building. Charlemagne? What made you get married, G? Ah, man. Met the most incredible human being I ever been around in my life, man. It's business partners, business savvy. What do you think Boss. of that, man? <laughs> Boss. Think? He say this about every chick he meet. <laughs> <laughs> yo, every, yeah. yo, every, every time he meet a new chick, yo, Zay, I'm telling you, nah, this is the one this right the here. One. But he married her. But he, they always married him. Then he'd be like, <laughs> hey, yo, then he'd be like, nah, she a different type of Capricorn. She not like the other Capricorns I met. <laughs> And then a few months later, yo, Zaya, she the same as the other one. But I like I like the one 
He's with now. I mean, she can't mess with my mother. You know. How many times y'all been married? How many times you been married, G? It's about uh, three. Three. Goodness. Really? Three, four times. Oh, you know what's crazy? I married all three of their moms. No. Yeah, yeah. he did. Yep. For he real? Did. Yep. I married Isaiah's mom. She was pregnant, and I ain't had no job, and I had to, I joined the Navy. Gotcha. And her mother was like, her mother was like, you can't, she can't live here pregnant if you, if you know, unless you're married. So we went up right up the Fordham Road to the Justice of Peace for $3 and got married. I joined the Navy. I got in the Navy. He was like, oh, man, I don't even know how to swim. I don't want to be here. Got out the Navy and came How'd home. I was like, uh, medical discharge. I lied, said I had asthma. I, when, since I was a kid, I knew how to hold my breath like <gasps> for a long time and then get to the, to the, to the doctor's office like, <laughs> I can't breathe. I can't breathe. I can't breathe. I used to throw all the medicine off the ship. But anyway, get back. When I got back home, I realized, <laughs> I realized, I'm like, yo, I'm not really trying to marry Shorty, man. I don't want to be here no more, man. Your mom, yo, your, your mom, mom left you. <laughs> what you mean? Your mom Why left you? me? Yeah, she left you. I was there. We left you. Hold on, hold on. We the moving. The, we moved. Yo, yo, yeah, we yeah, was fed up. Yo, you remember what you remember? Yeah, I remember. You, I was. You didn't move. You was with me, bro. No, you was out of town, and she was like, "We leaving." Oh, and yeah, I was yeah. like, "Yeah, let's leave him, mom. You deserve." That's better. the best thing that ever happened. <laughs> <laughs> we don't need this. Hey, yo, <laughs> hey, yo, that's the best thing that ever happened. His mother left me. So, so you married Isaiah's mom, then Josh's mom. Josh's mom. Mm -hmm. Now, now do all the moms what? get along? Uh. Yeah, we was all hanging out except Isaiah's mother. She's. I mean, yeah, my mom don't get along. She don't get along with nobody. She can't get along with God. <laughs> <laughs> she angry with the world. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's Godzilla. Like, yeah, what do they think about your comedy, man? <laughs> <laughs> but yo, I talk about it all. I talk about. Oh, I, when, I mean, my wife and my ex-wife was together last night at a show, and I was talking about both of them. Jackie, can you think I about the um, best present that your dad ever got you? Be being to, um, what's that place called? Disneyland. We're thinking Disneyland. All right, that's yeah. a great present. Angelique's parents never, never brought her there. <laughs> Angelique's parents never brought her there. Did you go to Disneyland out there? No, I've never been nowhere. Oh, damn. Hell no. He went, I've to, been to, uh, he went to the backyard in the to, hood. I've been to Laugh Factories and uh, <laughs> improv, improv and <laughs> all these comedy clubs. That's the only place he took me. That's cool, though. I don't I mean, know. I feel a little hurt coming from you. You got to be hurt because you know me since I was yeah, a, a kid. 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 For real, for real. Hey, I was going through it. Now I got a voice. <laughs> hey, y'all. Everybody going to hear this. You got to get up here by itself. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I feel like we're missing out on some things, man. <laughs> this, feels like, this feels like therapy. Yeah, this is therapy. It's like therapy. How do y'all do business? Do you let Gerald handle all your business affairs? I handle it now. Yeah, I handle my stuff. Why? He wasn't stealing from me, was he? <laughs> nah. <laughs> when I was coming up, you could take a little $100 from me. A hundred my ass. Listen, let me tell you something. I was on... Nah, matter of fact, I'm going to tell it. Let's keep it real. Um, keep it real. I was on the Teens of Comedy Tour. Right. Me, Brandon T. Jackson. Lil' JJ. Lil' JJ. Mm -hmm. Corey Fernandez and Juan Garcia. And um, 800 mm -hmm. uh, um, a, show. a show. And I'm like, cool. You know, I mean, I ain't got no ID, so I got to give the check to your parents. So That's I'm right. thinking they had this, this thing called a Coogan account, if I'm saying it right. When you turn when you turn eighteen, Cougar account, Coogan, Coogan account. Oh, yeah, Coogan. when you turn eighteen, all the money you you put away when Go you was you. a child goes to you. I go to the Coogan account. I turn eighteen. It was a hundred and fifty dollars. Whoa! No, Bird, they got you like that. <laughs> That's you. You got him like that. Look at you like that. Took all my money. Hold on a second. He took all, all my. I was wondering when the lights was off, how the lights come back on, because he wasn't working like that at the time. I was working more than him, and um, I'm like, damn, how we get this? How we get these TVs? And we got food and groceries, and the lights is on. Hey, That's man. me. Hey. I, 
doing all of that. So you, you was, was a man, man of the house. Man of the house. Hey, bro, I didn't to, even know it. You had to pay your weight at, at, at 14, bro. Yo, I, yo, listen. So I, I handle all my... I don't let Joe Jackson do none of my <laughs> do none of my business no more. Y'all battle? Do y'all battle on stage? He can't listen. He, the stuff he does is yo, you just cute man. Yo, you got the little nah, beard, nah, little jewelry. Yeah, you feel me? But none um, of y'all <laughs> 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 like, like I was murdering you, man. Dude, you kidding me, bro? How do you know when the, when when enough is enough? Though, how do you like when the jokes stop? He don't just, stop. He don't. Stop no, I'm never gonna stop. But the problem is, <laughs> and it's like, what can you say back? I'm trying to show why. off, right? He'll try to show off and try to try to joan on me, bag on me in front of people, and he know he can't win. The the back and forth, the the bad. He got low blows. Like, I, he the like, low yeah, blows I, gotta come. I, I'll be smash, I I'll be like, smash yo, your mom's. Man, like, I, 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 I have like, some. Yeah, in my life, but the best I ever had. It's from your mother. See? That's too far. Now we gotta fight. Man, now we gotta fight. Now we gotta fight. Now we gotta fight. His mother. His mother. His mother. Rip the jaw, boy. See, now we gotta fight. That's what I'm saying. So I gotta go. The next thing I gotta do is your grandma. Grandma, you know, was a Rolling Stone. Grandma was a hoe. See? I gotta hit it back with a little something. Now in the middle of your show, I'm on stage. We both on stage fighting. Exactly. I gotta hit it back with Four women minding their business, getting but thrown the, in the middle. The exactly. worst part about that is it's true, bro. True. <laughs> true. It's, but it's facts. It's facts. <laughs> hey, yo, this mom, Zeke mom, yo. All right. All right, yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I remember this time, boy, 19. <laughs> your mom was all right, man. Your mom was all right. Use the hands and everything. I'm like, I use my own hands. Use the hands. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Where y'all at again this weekend, Gerald? <laughs> <laughs> we had the Symphony Space Theater oh, oh, man. Friday night. Where's that located? Uh, 95th, and 95th and Broadway. Uh, please get your tickets, 212-864-5400, extension zero, or go to www.symphonyspace.org. The Father and Son Comedy Tour is is it's going the fun it's going to be the funniest show you ever come to if you come out. I'm telling you, come out and see what we're talking about. It's going to be it ain't no kitty pop because you see the kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As, as you know, as we we going celebrating my father's birthday celebration. That was birthday. Let me tell you a story about Isaiah. Isaiah was like 10, 11 years old, right? Stop. And uh, Cat Williams. Every time Cat saw Isaiah, now I don't know if you guys know about L.A. with comics. Mm -hmm. No, no money in Hollywood yeah, with comics. You starving in L.A. until you pop and you make it. You know, they paying you twenty dollars or ten dollars, so ain't no money out there. Every time this kid get on stage in L.A., Cat would see him and go, "I'm come here, Junior." Yeah, Cat used to show love. Cat used to throw me bread. Three hundred, five hundred, all the time. So, really? so man, it got to the point where <clears throat> people used to the, the, the code was to call me. The word was to call me and let me know when Cat was in. Yeah, at the club. I wake this dude up on a school night. Yo, get up. <laughs> I'm going to get your ass up. Cat's at the club. <laughs> we get to the club. Cat like, Junior, what's up? Here you go. <laughs> Put that in your Coogan account. That, yeah, and that man. No, he gave it to me in my pocket. And then <laughs> when he went to sleep. When in, when in, now he went to sleep. We, we be going on the way home. And he'll be like, yeah. Yeah, Cat said, just give me 200 of that. And I'm like, What? Can they say that? I ain't giving you nothing. Damn, he pimped you, Isaiah. Lord have mercy. Hey, man, you do what most dads do. You make sure your kids are straight. You take their money, you put it in the what's the account called? It's over. <laughs> it's over. It's over. Well, at least at least he's better than Chris Jenner, okay? He didn't make you have sex with a black man for money. Yeah. All right. Oh, he just, well, <laughs> all right. Father and Son Comedy Tour is Friday. Go check it out. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Yes, sir.
The Breakfast Club. Everybody is DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are the Breakfast Club. What's happening? All right, well, let's get to the rumors. Let's talk Eminem. It's about time. What's going on? Yo, yo, yo. Rumor report. Rumor report. This is the rumor report. Talk to him. With Angela Yee on the Breakfast Club. Well, Eminem has another song out, and you know his album is coming out, Revival, on the 15th. So, the song is called Untouchable, and we do have a snippet of it for you, and here it is. Black boy, black boy, we don't get your culture in. We don't care what our government's done, if we owe you welcome man. Don't tell us your attitudes are a result of that. Hold the gas when you get the chip on your shoulder, Ed. Why you kicking that soda can? Pull your pants up, we got the roller band. Throw your ass in the band, pop. You don't have to know our plans or what our intentions are. Our cards are close to our chest, you better show your hands. Now he's rhyming from the perspective of a cop. And then in this next uh, snippet that we have for you, this is him uh, d- discussing being embarrassed about being white. As I kick these facts and get these mixed reactions, as this beat backspins, it's like we're drifting back in to the 60s, having black skin is risky because this keeps happening. Throughout history, African Americans have been treated like ish. And I admit there have been times where it's been embarrassing to be a white boy, white boy. All right, now that album, as I said, comes out December 15th. And he also has an interview. Uh, Elton John interviewed him for Interview Magazine. For the, and, oh, I thought it was for the album. What do you mean? Well, it is about the album. No, I thought they played clips on the album when you said interviewed him. I can't really judge uh, those songs from what I heard just now because they're two short clips. But from what I heard, you a little... It's a little, it's a little, it's a little, you gotta listen to it, man. It's a little ass gas. Ah, stop it. Yeah, I, like I, like, no. I like what he's saying, but I don't know about how it sounds. All right, we now, listen to it. in this interview with Elton John, he talks about getting sober, how getting clean made him grow up. He said, I felt like all the years that I was using, I wasn't growing as a person. He talks about his first sessions with Dr. Dre. He talks about his manager, Paul Rosenberg, and the long relationship that they've had with each other and how... Every time they they has he has an album coming out, out they go at it with each other. He said sometimes we're on the same page and sometimes we're not. He's usually right about it though, and of course he talks about Donald Trump and having a president who does not care about everybody in our country. He said he is not the president for all of us. He's the president for some of us. Do you think that uh, when some people get sober, their music turns trash because they're overthinking it? Because when you're when you're on drugs, you're just free and you're just you don't you don't care about what people are thinking about your music. You don't you just let it go. You think he's overthinking this? That's that's true. And I also believe that when people get older, just the content of their music changes too. So, but it can still know. sound good. Jay Z's content changes, but it sounds good. But that scares me about a lot of people. Even Lil Wayne. Now you know now that he's not drinking and, and doing lean as much. Is his he's music going to sound the same? No, he's not because of the seizures. But you know, is his music going to sound the same? You know, because like you said, when he was on drugs allegedly or he was free, he was well, free. let's be clear. Eminem is completely clean, completely sober. sober. He right. doesn't do anything. He doesn't drink. He doesn't do anything. Oh, we so. hear. No, we don't know. We don't know. We, we got to right hear now. the full version. Yeah, yeah, okay. I'm going to hand some trash. Give him the benefit of the doubt. He's I Eminem. will because he's Eminem. Right. All right. In addition to that song, there's some new albums out today. Now, Detroit has a lot going on. Big Sean and Metro Boomin's Double or Nothing is out. I saw that's been trending. Big drop Sean's one, been trending all drop, morning. Drop on the clues bombs with Big Sean. I don't give a damn what y'all say about Big Sean. That boy can snap. Mm-hmm. Now, Detroit's own T Grizzly has a collaboration album out with Little Dirk today as well. Blooders. Mm-hmm. Also, Quality Control. They have their compilation album out today, Control the Streets, Volume 1. That's where they threw the shot at Button? At Joe Button, yeah. Yeah. Okay. On one of those songs. And Juicy J's Rubber Band Business is out today as well. That's a whole project, too? Yep. I haven't heard the whole Big Shot album. I heard the first five songs. I, 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 the last song I heard before I got out the, the truck this morning was the joint with Cash Doll. 
All right. Shout out to Cash Doll, Detroit's own Cash Doll. Now, I will say, wow. I see y'all giving Big Sean a lot of flack online. I don't know why y'all give him that much it's flack because I think the boy can snap. But I'm not going to lie to y'all. When I was driving today and I heard him say, you know, your poom poom so good, I would never do it in your butt. I didn't understand that either. <laughs> I, really, I, didn't, I, I didn't get that one either. That one was a, I didn't get it. <laughs> Maybe just not in the that's bus. Just not never been a, it's not an option for me. Like if I'm, you know, yeah. back in my day, you know what I'm saying? Uncle Charlotte sure was an old it. player, I'm sure player. You've player. Done it. I'm sure you you've know, done it. if I was with some trash, poom poom, my next just, thought wasn't, well, I'm putting a butt. You could say almost drowned in it, so I swam to her butt. That's a line, too. I don't know what you're talking about. You don't know that song? Mm-mm. What are you talking about? I'm I thought you talking about Big Sean. Right, and you were talking about saying that somebody's poom poom is so good that you wouldn't put it in the butt, and that's a lyric from no, another song. Why is everything about butt up what? here, man? Like, what did he say? You go back to butt said that, all the time. Oh yeah, he said it's so good that he doesn't even think about your butt. Right, and, so, and so but, do I, it. but I'm saying back in the day, even if someone, I, I just want to think about the butt. Is what I'm trying to tell you. Report. Everything Jesus is about the Christ. butt up here. Goodness <laughs> gracious! All right, Charlemagne. Yes. Who you giving your butt to? Me and your donkey too. We need we need Dre and Michelle to come to the front of the congregation. We'd like to have a little war with her. Dre. Okay. Yes. All right. We'll parent to parent. We'll do that when we come back. Keep it locked. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. I was born a donkey. It's the donkey of the day. That's pretty fun. Charlemagne the devil. Possibly. <laughs> the Breakfast Club. Yes. Donkey of the day for Friday, December 8th goes to Drea Michelle. Good morning, Drea. Uh, how are you this morning? Now, I missed all of this on social media yesterday, but I was alerted to it this morning by our trusty staff. Drea got slandered viciously yesterday on social media because she was complaining about signing her son's homework. Now, as the father of a beautiful nine-year-old princess, I know what a tedious task signing homework can be. I mean, most of the time it requires one signature next to the date of the homework, and then you have to initial next to each grade. Takes about 25 to 30 seconds. Very, very, very draining activity. But when you're a parent, you have to do it. By the way, I'm being sarcastic. I know people don't understand sarcasm anymore, so let me say that because I know someone already sent off a tweet saying Charlemagne said signing your kid's homework is draining. He trash. Anyway, Drea decided to share with social media yesterday that her son was upset over lost points on an assignment. See, his project required extensive practice on his speech and needed her signature every time. Uh, her son has been reciting the speech up to two times a day for a month, and Drea says she's tired of hearing it. Now, I don't know how y'all parent, but I'm the type of parent who tells their child to do their homework. And when I don't see her doing her homework, I asked her, do you have homework? If so, why aren't you doing it, okay? My daughter was just in a school play last month, Peter Pan. She was a lost boy. She had lines. I listened to those lines often, okay? Didn't matter what I was doing or when I was doing it. If baby girl wants to recite those lines to me, I got to listen because I'm a parent. And that's my job. Parents don't have time off. Do you have time off, Envy? No. No timeouts. Okay, if you got kids, then you know it's no breaks. Being a parent is a full-time job until the kids go to sleep, all right? But not to Drea. Drea actually posted this. Let's discuss this. Uh, Nico, that's her son, has this four-minute speech he has to memorize and recite. Fine, splendid. Now, his teacher is requiring me to sign papers every day, saying he's read the speech five times out loud and stuff. Over Thanksgiving break, I had to sign 18 times, and now it's still every day. Here's my point. I'm all for helping my child with his homework, but at this point, she has him harassing me 
with this speech. I don't want to hear it no more. I'm hearing it two times a day for a month straight. I'm finna memorize it. Not to mention the topic is about how American history isn't present as much in college education. So, you can imagine what a snooze this thing is. Last night, he asked me to sign and I said no. Tell your teacher I'm done with this. And now today he doesn't get points because I don't want to sign it. It's not my damn homework, but it feels like. What y'all think? I think you a damn fool, Dre. Alright? Okay. I, I hate to do this, but when I read this I immediately thought about 2011 when you were uh, arrested for endangering the welfare of a child. Now, if you don't know this story, according to the Red and Eagle, a seven-year-old boy was coming home from school to an empty apartment and spending nights alone while his mother worked in Philly. The boy told police that he could... He would get off the bus most days and wait for someone to leave or enter the gated parking garage under the apartment complex so he could get into the building. His mother, Andrea M. Howard, 25, would leave the apartment door unlocked and microwave dinners in the freezer form. Police found the seven-year-old boy in a disheveled apartment on December 16th at 2 a.m. after the boy called 911 and told dispatchers he was home alone. The Reading Eagle said the apartment looked like it had been ransacked. With women's undergarments scattered throughout the living room, a small dog was in a cage, and dog feces and dog dog urine were in several places in the apartment. This was probably one of those times where the dog ate my homework excuse would actually work. Now, Dre claimed at the time all of this wasn't true. And I don't know if it's true or not. All I know is if you have been accused of this kind of neglect before, you have to go above and beyond to show the world that you are indeed a great parent and taking care of your kids, okay? Doing all you can for them and getting on social media telling the world that your child's teacher is harassing you because she has your child doing homework and studying and asking you to simply sign that they are doing the homework and you are annoyed because of that? You're annoyed because your child is asking you to help him with his homework every day? That's not going to win you any Parent of the Year awards, okay? Now, Drea also sent a message to someone, IG, someone on Instagram saying, I'm not annoyed of signing. I'm annoyed of him feeling the need to read it to me every day. I am so confused wow. by this. See, personally, I don't get annoyed when my daughter asks me to do her homework. I get anxiety, okay? I get frustrated, all right? Because that fourth grade math is no joke. Listen, I'm dumb. It is so damn difficult. I'm dumb. It, though? <laughs> I am dumb, okay? I have a principle in my book, Black Privilege, called Give People the Credit They Deserve for Being Stupid, Including Yourself. I know I'm not smart enough for fourth grade lessons, and I want to help my daughter with her homework, but some of it's too difficult for me. So that's when I tag in my partner, my wife, the college-educated woman in the house, to hold this down. But never have I felt harassed by my child's homework. You know why? Because I'm a parent, Drea. Just like I don't feel harassed when I have to feed them, hug them when they cry, change the diapers, drive them to cheerleading practice, play dates. None of that feels like harassment to me because I realize that as a parent, it's not about me anymore. Andrea, that's what you have to realize. It's not about you, boo. You have the nerve to say it's not my damn homework, but it feels like it. It is your homework because that's your child. You are raising that young man. That's yours. Nobody feels sympathy for you. You should be encouraging your child to study. You should be glad he has the discipline to rehearse that speech every day. You complain about having to help, you know, the child with the homework. So what if you help your child with their homework? Do you want to get extra credit for that? I went to see Deacon Rock last, last night at the Garden, all right? Chris Rock, that is. And he gave us a 90-minute sermon that was worth every bit of the 10% of my salary. And like my Chris, and like Chris Rock... He gives you these jewels that either hit you in the moment or hit you 20 years later. Drea, Chris Rock, Deacon Rock gave us a jewel 21 years ago in Bring the Pain that applies to you now. Let's hear it. You know what the worst thing about n****s? n****s always want some credit for some they supposed to do. A n****s will brag about some a normal man just does. A n****s will say some like, I take care of my kids. You're supposed to be a dumb mother You don't get no points for taking care of your kids. You're supposed to. And you don't get no sympathy. 
and you can't complain when you're doing basic everyday things with your kids like their homework <laughs> because you're supposed to. Drea, I get the feeling your son calls you by your first name and calls his grandma mama. Okay, look, I'm not here to judge you. I'm just here to tell you that anyone can have a child and call themselves a parent. But a real parent is someone who puts that child above their own selfish needs and wants. Once again, anyone can have a child and call themselves a parent. But a real parent is someone who puts that child above their own selfish needs and wants. Okay? Okay. Please give Dre and Michelle the sweet sounds of the Hamilton's, please. Oh, now you are the donkey. Uh, he was seven in 2011. I told y'all I can't do math. So how old is he now? Um, that was uh, six years ago. So yeah, that makes me 13. Okay. 13. All right. Yeah, you know what? At 13, uh, my son would be signing my signature himself. I'd be like, go ahead, read it, and then sign it yourself. Jesus Christ. Now you're going to teach him how to forge things? What call, now, do I need to give you donkeys? <laughs> what the hell's wrong with you? Listen, I'm all, I want to discuss this, all right? Because maybe I'm confused about a few things. You know what I'm saying? I'm new to this parenting thing. I got a nine-year-old and a two-year-old. I ain't been doing it forever. That's not new. I, You're not, you've been in here nine years. <laughs> That's not new. I just roll with you. I just don't feel harassed when I got to do things for my kids, especially things like homework. Well, let's open up the phone line. Things hey. that are going to benefit them in the future. 800-585-1051. Now, Am reading, I missing something here? I'm reading some of these comments on uh, Baller Alert, and people, some people are agreeing with her. Like, yeah, oh, you shouldn't have to sign it. The teacher's just being petty. Yeah, the teacher just wants your autograph. Yeah, you shouldn't. Your kid is fine. You, he already read it 10 times, so we're asking. You just gave me gas. The teacher wants your autograph. That's what somebody said. The teacher just wants your autograph. That's why she keeps asking you to sign it. So, so I, I, all right, maybe I'm missing something then. And, and first of all, do those people have kids? I want to know that too. Those people on Ball Alert, leaving these comments. Do y'all have kids? I don't know. They don't have that, that, that section. But anyway, 800 585-1051. How do you feel? What do you think about Drea's response? Do you think, hey, the teacher's harassing? She signed it 32 times already. Why does she have to keep signing it? Or is she a parent and that's her job? That's her duty. That's what is she supposed to do? If the teacher wants your kid to read it five times, have him read it six. 800-585-1051. Hit us up right now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Now, if you just missed it, Charlemagne gave Drea, formerly of uh, was basketball wives, basketball yes. wives, donkey of the day. Now, why'd you give a donkey today? Uh, because she is complaining about having to sign her child's homework. Uh, in fact, she said it's not my damn homework, but it feels like it. Uh, tell your teacher I'm done with this. And her child actually lost points because you know if you don't. If you don't sign your child's homework, then the teachers don't know if it, it's like proof that they actually did do the homework or did study or do whatever it was they were supposed to do. So she didn't sign for it and he lost points. I don't understand this situation at all because I have never felt harassed by anything that my child has to do. I've never not felt I've never felt inconvenienced by it. I feel like an Uber driver a lot. I'm not gonna lie. And that's fine. I've mm -hmm. never felt annoyed. The only thing I felt like is a parent. Right. It's my duty. I have to do it. Like I don't care what it is that I have to do. If it's 5.30 and I'm about to go to the gym and they like, yo, your, your, your daughter got uh, practice at 6 o'clock. I got to postpone my gym That's thing right. then. But to take my daughter to practice. But not only that, as a child, when, you know, because I remember taking Spanish as a kid and my mom had to sign something every day and the reason was, was I was behind in Spanish. 
So the teacher wanted to make sure that That's I was ironic. really studying and really practicing. They at make home. Spanish people take Spanish. <laughs> I'm not Spanish. This is crazy. I'm not Spanish. What's going on in the New York school system? I'm not Spanish. Oh, Dominican, whatever. <laughs> they make you take. They make you take Spanish. But when anyway, you to my point, I wasn't doing well in Spanish. <laughs> so my mom and dad you had were to sign it against yourself. every day. To make sure that I was actually studying. And I'm be totally honest with, with you, man. I don't think you was probably excelling in no classes. I don't just knowing you now, you don't seem like the scholar type. Now neither am I. I am. I actually am. Oh, okay. I'm just I got saying. graduated honor roll. Oh, okay. From Hampton? From where? Salute to Hampton High School. <laughs> sound like a lot of me. Definitely sounds like with a honor I was in the honor roll. Actually. I've never heard anybody say they graduated roll? honor roll. I, I, I was I've heard at, people say they graduated with honors. No, I, I never graduated honor roll. I said I was on the honor roll. Oh, you, was on, I, no, I you didn't to, say that. That's exactly why I don't think you're a scholar. Oh, I thought, as a matter of fact, I thought you tried to pledge and couldn't because your grades were so bad. That was in Hampton. I, said, I didn't say where. And I actually <laughs> was in St. Francis, and, and this is St. Francis Preparatory High School. All I'm saying is your parents pushed you along, right? Your parents encouraged you, right? Yes. That's what I do. Like, I have to tell. I think that turn on me fast. I tell my daughter to do her homework. You know what I'm saying? When I when I don't see the sheets I got to sign, I'll be like, well, where your sheets at? I need to see what you did. Hello, who's this? Yo, it's Rock, man. What you guys doing? Rock, good morning, man. We're talking about Drea and, uh, her, I guess, her situation with the teacher and her son. What do you think? I got to get a 50-50 on this one. I agree with her to a certain extent. The signing part, just, just write your name, sign the thing, get it done with it. But with all this common core and all us and show your work, they got me up there looking embarrassed in front of my kids, not knowing how to do this stuff anymore. Yeah, but that know, don't, I don't know how to do it either, my brother. I told you that during Donkey, but that don't got nothing to do with encouraging them to study right. and encouraging oh. them to do their homework right. and do their projects. Like, 1,000%. But when your child comes to you and tries to get you to get this problem solved and then they say, never mind, Daddy, you don't know what you're doing. That's kind of discouraging you. I, I agree with you, but that's why I tag in my wife, who got a she went to college, graduated University of South Carolina, got her masters and all that stuff. Here, come, baby. And, not, and I'm not gonna lie, it gets it gets worse. Like it gets harder and harder as they go from fifth grade Word to up. sixth grade to seventh grade. I'm here. For, listen, as a father who didn't go to college and the dumb Negro that I am, I am here to help my daughter with life. All right, academia, go to your mama. I'm here for life. Okay. Hello, who's this? This is Carlos. Hey, Carlos. We're talking uh, Dre and Michelle, her situation with the teacher and her son. What do you think? Man, that lady needs to raise her kids right, man. We have four daughters ranging from 14 to 7 years old. My wife and I, we help with homework every single day, help with science projects, school projects. Every last one of my daughters is in the honor roll. Thank God, first of all. There you but go. Come on, man. My parents didn't help me with homework. It's not something that I learned. My mom didn't even know English. They even helped me with homework. But come on, man. Come on, do that. That's why our people don't even can't even get places these days because of people true. like that, man. That's, Absolutely. That's the least you can do. Somebody had a good tweet, man. Uh, Olive Summer said, uh, "These are the same parents. These are the same parents that don't understand why their child is failing. This should be considered educational neglect. Teachers want parents to be involved in the child's education. Facts." All right, well, 800-585-1051. When I had to create a volcano two years ago, that never worked. And my son didn't even get a good grade on it, but I tried. So your son had to create a volcano. I thought we tried to do it together, but okay. it, it never really erupted. But, you know, he still, he, he did decently. But 800-585-1051. Charlemagne gave Dre a donkey of the day. For what, Charlemagne? Because she refuses to sign her son's homework. Okay. We'll talk about it more when we come back. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Everybody, it's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, we're talking about Drea Michelle. Now, Charlamagne gave Drea a donkey today for what? I gave Drea a donkey today because uh, she says she feels harassed by her son's homework, and she refuses to sign her son's homework because she says she's tired of hearing him recite this same speech over and over. Her exact words were, it's not my damn homework, but it feels like it. Tell your teacher 
I'm done with this. But the worst part of it all is that he's getting a worse grade just because she won't sign off. And he <laughs> clearly like, wants he's to. Fighting him. Yeah, he clearly yeah. wants to get the all the points that he's supposed to get, and he's harassing his mom to go ahead and help him do that. And he's he's actually missing out and losing out because of it. And what and kind if of he's thirteen? Me- he should be in eighth grade. So next year is high school. So this really matters. And what kind of message are you sending to your kid? Like, if you don't care about his homework, why should he care about his homework? And I want to know who's signing Dre homework because Dre has spelled Thanksgiving and put his space in between thanks and giving. I, I thought Thanksgiving was all one word. Hello, who's this? Good morning. Now we're talking um, Dre, go ahead. You sound like you don't take care of your kids. What happened? Nothing, <laughs> nothing, nothing. Boo. What's happening, baby? I love you. What's don't happening? Do that. I, just, I feel just like, well, like with me, I get frustrated over the fact everything gets thrown uh, to me at one time because I work overnight. So in the morning when I'm dropping them off to school, it's like, Mom, you got to sign us and here's a bunch of papers that I have to sign. Uh, that, uh, but I just sign like they folder like with homework stuff. I would like sign on a Tuesday or Wednesday and I signed it for the whole week. Now, this is one of my fellow people from the 843. Well, you can hear the GTA. How you know? What you and mean, how I, I know? Say, I say, Come on now. I take care of my kids, okay, very well. He can hear, I he, work I can hear that Geechee in your voice. I can hear that Geechee in your voice. Don't make me call DSS on you for not taking care of them churn now. <laughs> and some people won't laugh at you. That's the last thing I have to write about. All right now. <laughs> Thank you, Mama. <laughs> Hello, who's this? Good morning. Hey, good morning. What's your name? My name is Carmela. Hey, Carmela. We're doing great. What do you think about Drea and her situation with the teacher and her child? Oh, sorry. I'm actually at my son's school as we speak. There you go. I think it's it's absolutely ridiculous. I sign my kids' stuff every single night. My daughter has to sign her reading log. I have to sign all of their tests. And I think as a parent, you need to be involved in your child's life. Point blank and simple. It's sad today that they have to make us do this because as parents, they see that we're not involved. It's statistically known if you are more involved in your children's lives that they are more successful. I'm sorry, I'm running. Yeah, you got to get some water, Mama. You sound like you a pass out. Hey, what's going on? Oh, yeah, he, I'm sorry. He left his phone, so I circled back and I have... There you go, Mama. Drop one of the clues, Bob, yeah. for this yeah. one. Now, right. you doing what you're supposed to be doing. That's what you morning, do as a parent. Good morning, I hear you. Good morning, Good morning. Good morning. Thank you for I love you, you boo. Every single morning. Go get his phone. Don't pass out now. Don't fall. We call that parental cardio. Go get your workout in. Not at all. I just think that she really needs to look at herself and see that she's helping her child out. You should not be annoyed by signing your son's stuff. Right. It is your responsibility as a parent to sit there and make sure that they're successful. My son is on has high honors, got the presidential award, is a star athlete, wrestling, football, track, and I'm still on top of him. There you go. Three day student, student of the month, because I am involved. And yes. same with my daughter. There's no reason why she should be upset about signing something. And all these other people who are saying, oh, she shouldn't have to sign today. She could dog of the day as well. All Thank right. you, Thank baby. You, Mama. Go get some water now. Okay. Bye, guys. Have a good day. Bye, you too. Yeah, it's so great. Like, like my daughter, my daughter just made the honor roll, and I was very happy about that. But I was thinking about when was the last time I was annoyed about something that had to do with my daughter's activities. It's because she's doing her homework at 10 o'clock at night. She should be in bed by 9. I'm like, why are you doing your homework so late? Because she had uh, after-school activities and from 4 to 6. Right. She had to go to cheer from 6 to 8.30. And I'm like... You just got to get it together and figure out how to prioritize your time. Because there's no reason for you to be doing homework at 10 o'clock at night. But I'm not, I'm active. I'm involved. You right. know what I'm saying? Right. Right. I mean, as you should be. I mean, well, what's, what's the moral of the story? Anyone can have a child and call themselves a parent, but a real parent is someone who puts that child above their own selfish needs and wants. That's the moral of the story. All right. Well, we got rumors on the way, Yee. Uh, yes, we are going to talk about another win for Serena Williams. Love it. All right. We'll get into all that when we come back. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. 
everybody. It's Friday. DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the God. We are the Breakfast Club. Friday, what's happening? How you feeling? It's officially the weekend, man. And happy birthday to Nicki Minaj. Today's yeah, today's Nicki's birthday. birthday. Dropping a cool bomb for Nicki Minaj. She swear nobody likes her, but salute to you, Nicki. Shout out to Nicki. Salute to everybody out there with herpes. We see y'all. You know what I mean? Appreciate what? you listening. You always go too far. Why? See, that's your problem. Y'all neglect the listeners with herpes. When the last time you shouted out the listeners we with herpes? We were just saying happy birthday to Salute Nikki to Minaj, the listeners with chlamydia. All. Salute to the listeners with gonorrhea. Salute to everybody out there with an STD that Can listens we get to the Club. Club. We appreciate you. All right, let's talk Steve Harvey. Listen up. It's just in. All the gossip. Gossip. The Rumor Report. Gossip. With Angela, Angela Yee. It's The Rumor Report. The Breakfast Club. Well, Steve Harvey is being sued, and that is because a man named Vincent Dimmick says that Steve Harvey hired him to raise $20 million for the Steve and Marjorie Foundation and other ventures, but he was never paid his percentage that was agreed upon. He said he delivered $1 million through his high-profile connections, but he also had people who committed a certain amount of money, and so he did make it to that mark that he was supposed to make. But he says that Steve Harvey never uh, paid him and had no intentions of paying him at all. No, hold on. We ain't going to have those problems with Change for Change, right? We didn't ask nobody to help us raise no money. No, the money well, was no, And also, the money went directly to, to Change for Change. So it didn't so. touch our hands. DJ Envy's Bora Bora trip. Not that. Gotcha. Then, gotcha. Now, Charlamagne goes away for the holidays now. We're going to know that. I'm definitely the rest going of that away for the holidays. Okay, so now we know who hey! the rest of that Change for Change money. No, not true. I had a New York Times bestselling book <laughs> for seven weeks in a row. That don't right? matter. I sold a lot of books this year. A lot of people have money and still steal money. That's true. So I don't know what that Salute means. Salute to Wyclef. All right. <laughs> what? <laughs> that's just wow. wow. That's a little joke. What no, about your friend? Uh, nobody stole money up here. It went straight to the people. Change so for why, change. why are you defending it then? What? I just want to make sure that people know because you joke and people might take that serious. According to Vincent Dimmick, uh, Steve Harvey blamed Oprah and Tyler Perry for bad financial advice when meeting with an investor what? that he introduced them to and made disparaging comments about women during the business discussion and all of that. So this is all in that lawsuit. You know why? First of all, you can never say Oprah and Tyler gave you bad, bad financial advice because they rich. They are. So they probably told you how they made some money, and then you probably tried to apply it to yourself, and it didn't work for you, but that don't mean that the advice is bad. And Steve Harvey's good money. I don't now, know. Now, Steve Harvey's longtime agent, Todd Frank, said it, this all sounds fake. He said, Steve is the most loyal guy in the world. I've never been stiffed on a commission from Steve Harvey in 21 years. Mm. So, no, could be a fake story that this person is planting, but he does have a lawsuit. All right, Serena Williams, congratulations to her. Now she posted, what a year it has been. First a Grand Slam win, followed by an awesome baby, then the most magical wedding. What next? How about a building? Nike announced yesterday that one of its new world headquarter wow. buildings will be named after me. It will wow. be the biggest on campus and scheduled to open in 2019. I am honored and grateful. Hey, That's drop dope. one of those bombs for Queen Serena Williams. That is dope. Well deserved. Now, Meek Mill said he is officially appealing his prison sentence that has him in jail for two to four years. His lawyer has already laid out that groundwork, asking a higher court to free him on grounds that the judge was unfair and biased against him. In the meantime, while Meek Mill is in prison, he is doing several different jobs. He's part of the general labor crew, and he's also... Uh, cleaning the cell block, tidying up prison grounds, washing dishes, cooking food, serving it, and all of that. They said he's a model inmate, and he also gets some good perks due to his good behavior. He's only been there a week. Oh, on two weeks? How you yeah. a mo- model inmate already? Well, he's uh, got access to electrical and carpentry shops, and he's waitlisted for some therapy courses That's good, as well. Because I feel like, you know, they should do that to prisoners. They should let them get therapy. They should let them go get a trade so when they do come home, they <laughs> can have something tra- to do. I'm not talking about Meek. I'm not oh. talking about in general. They should have a trade so when they come home they can have something to actually do. 
All right, now we told you earlier about the X-Men director, Brian Singer, who allegedly raped and forced oral sex on a 17-year-old back in 2003. Cesar Sanchez Guzman has filed a lawsuit against him saying that he was sexually assaulted during a tour of a yacht. He says that Brian Singer pulled out his penis, smacked him in the face with it, and forced it into his mouth, causing him to choke, and that he... uh, has suffered severe psychological, mental, and emotional injury, shame, you know humiliation, crazy that sound, Joe? and loss of enjoyment and life. He's suing for damages. Now, Brian Singer was also fired from doing the Freddie Mercury Queen movie that he was supposed to be doing, right? Bohemian Rhapsody. And Sound TMZ, like that's the movie he's supposed to be doing. And TMZ actually asked him about it, and here's what he said. Can you tell us anything about why you were fired? I don't know. I got to ask, does it have anything to do with, you know, sexual no, allegations, no, no, no. past no. or present? No, no. Didn't it bother you, though, that, like, they didn't give, like, a clear-cut reason why Brian Singer is no longer on this film? What? Because the reason would be, uh, in my opinion, inaccurate and embarrassing. So, hold on, pulling your penis out and slapping a young boy across the face and then forcing him to do oral sex and raping him isn't a good enough reason? Allegedly. Well, they're allegations, so it hasn't been... So that's the, the allegations are the reason, right? Right, but he's saying that he doesn't know why. He never got a straight answer from the studio about saying, why he was fired. Right, correct. From doing the movie, Bohemian Rhapsody. I wish the TMZ guy would ask him how big his penis is. Oh, my God. the way they tell that story, he just pulled his penis out and slapped him across the face. It could have been a light slap. I don't know. but True. And it could have also not happened. We don't know what's going on. These are just allegations. But there's been oh several allegations against Brian Singer throughout the years. Okay. All right, I'm Angela Yee, and that's your Rumor Report. All right, thank you, Miss Yee. Revolt, we'll see you guys on Monday. Drop on the clues bombs for Diddy, man, just because. Just because. Why? Diddy has turned over a new leaf. It seems like Diddy is really, his energy has really changed. You don't think so? Brother Love. Absolutely. Yeah, I think his energy has really, really Shout changed. Shout out to Brother Love. For the last uh, year. Yeah. I would say the last year I've been speaking to Diddy and his, his energy's changed. Yeah. He's happier. He's, he's more approachable. He's really embracing this Brother Love thing. Yes, I ain't mad at him. I ain't mad, I'm not mad at that I at don't all. know Diddy well enough to know what he used to be like or what he does now. I didn't always I like. I only know I, him I, I, casually I, I, he, was when he, he was a savage. I did not like Diddy's energy. I just didn't. I, I, I historically, he I did not changed. like his energy. I didn't even like to be around him. But he is a, uh, his it's changed. You can feel the shift in his. Yeah, energy. I've never right. even really had like a for real conversation with him outside of work. You never, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I definitely mm-hmm. have. Oh, I have a couple times. Yeah. When he calls you, times. when he call you Playboy, that usually means it's a problem. Well, he's never, he would never call me Playboy. Yo, Playboy. Yo, Playboy. <laughs> that's when it's a problem. But now he, I, he hasn't used that that term in a while. Anyway, Play girl. People's Choice mixes up next, 800-585-1051. has been so much mace talk over the uh, last week and so much locks and Styles P and Black Rob and Cameron, so that's what the mix is People all about. People being disrespectful, like B-Dot saying things that Mace is lyrically better than Jadakiss. I mean, on the same level as Jadakiss and better than Styles. That's just disrespectful. We're I know, play Mace wanted to have that. a conversation with you from what I heard. I spoke to him yesterday. Yeah. I'll tell you about that later. You got too much time on your hands. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. <laughs> 